The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good Thursday morning, and welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM, with yours truly, Neville James. It is a gorgeous day in paradise. It's also on the cool side, guys, down the 70s, feeling nice. This is the cold front that, uh, or the effects of the cold front that Walter Snell from the National Weather Service yesterday uh, told us about. Um, that would be uh, in these parts, and I love it, son. Seriously, this time of year, my favorite time of the year, man. From November to March, check nice and cool, humidity impacting us. Air a little dry, you know what I'm saying? And that's why we don't really have the fog that uh, Walter Snell was telling us that exists uh, with the marine layer over there in uh, Monterey, up there in uh, the peninsula in Northern California. Because of the warm water down here, we don't really have that fog. But Doc School called me yesterday to let me know that while he was driving uh, up on the mountain, uh, Yesterday, that he was dealing with fog over there on, on St. Thomas. So he let me know that what we were talking about uh, earlier yesterday uh, was legit. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. Great conversation yesterday with uh, Dwayne Henry and Doc School uh, during the, the table talk. Uh, a lot of uh, text messages. Uh, good topics, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's about governance. And, uh, and hopefully uh, at the end of the day, you know, we'll, uh, you know, be a better Virgin Islands because that's what it's all about, right? At the end of the day, we're supposed to get uh, Senator uh, Frankie Johnson uh, joining me in hour number one, and then Becca Houston going to be joining us uh, in hour uh, number two. Yeah, they got a, a, a synchro animal a welfare center, got a, a gala uh, coming up, so we'll be talking with them now. You know, I was thinking about um, the conversation that I had uh, two weeks ago with the gentleman from Washington, D.C., and I had asked them, uh, you know, they come from D.C., if they know, you know about go-go music, because that's a, a, that's a D.C. staple, you know, I go talking to the mic, sorry about that. And I'll make sure I got it, the names. The names for them. Can't seem to. Can't seem to find the the name for them. I know they were on two weeks ago today, which means that was the eighth. Right? Because today is the twenty-second. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I know how to find it. I like to keep my documents close to me. Um. Hold on, I'm trying to. I know they were here with um, they were here with 
the Caribbean Music, no, the Caribbean Museum and Center for the Arts, right? And, uh, you know, we had a great conversation and they were performing that uh, evening down there at uh, the DuPont Brass, right? They were performing that evening. And so I asked them if they know about money and uh and soul so and uh the Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers, right? That was the 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 most popular go go band uh around those times, right? Uh late seventies into the eighties. And uh they had a sign named Bustin' Loose. Uh, by the way, good morning, uh Lorna Nichols, because I know when I was talking about um Google Music uh, with the DuPont Brass and all that stuff. She was texting me because, you know, Lauren, I got roots up in that area. The one song I forgot to ask them about, right? Because we know of Bustin' Loose. Bustin' Loose was a big, was a big hit in, in about 1979, thereabouts. Uh, when I was in University of Miami, right, in my junior year, uh, we went up to D.C., right? Everybody to fly to Florida, right, for spring break. But when you're there in Florida throughout the year, you know, head north, right? Uh, so we flew up to D.C. I was still in my sister, Rena. Uh, and uh, so I'd take the bus because uh, she was living in, I think it's the Woodner. That's the name of the building. Uh, up on, uh, I think it's either 14th or 16th Street, right? I think it's 3636, either 14th or 16th Street, right? Anybody who know about the Woodner, right? Because, you know, we got a lot of people uh, who went to Howard University and all that stuff. Uh, the wood not right. Uh, let me know if it's if it's thirteenth or sixteenth streets. Yeah, don't get a text message them already, right? So, um, <laughs> really great. Yeah, that text me already. But when I went up in '86, right, there was a Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers song that were playing every day, everywhere you go, right? And the name of the song was. It don't mean a thing if you ain't got the go-go swing. And I, <laughs> my engineer there shaking his head, right? And I said to myself, ah, oh, man, you forget to bring that up. when Because uh, I would have asked them to sing it, you know, because, you know, Neville is a non-singer, right? Uh, I, I would have asked them to sing it uh, with that great acapella that they had, you know what I mean? But I, the only two I had to remember... Uh, when they were here, was busting loose and money, right? Good loving can't pay my bills. I need money, right? I forget to turn this off, right? But I, so I, I'm kicking myself, right? Because go go swing, right? Right was a big big tune, right? And it's like just basic. It's just basic. Great. Right? It don't mean a thing. If you ain't got it, go go swing, right? And I said that was a, and that was like I said, go go music, a DC staple. And back then, <clears throat> even though rhythm backs and all that stuff was starting to work its way in, bands was the way to go. You know what I'm saying? That's what that was about. So if I ever walk my way, you know, up there, uh, I'd like to hear them do a remake of uh, uh, go go swing. You know what I mean? Because that's a classic, I know. Rudy, calm down, okay. I, I, I know, I know. Talking about, talking about um, 
beautiful music like that. You check? See, yeah, Go Go Swing uh, is, a, is a live album by Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers. You check? 1986, right? Recorded and released in 1986 in Washington. And that's what I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? So I went, went up there. You check? Yeah, yes, right. Yeah. By the way, right? I'm getting the text messages left already. People, you know, you know, me being a, a history major makes me a, a reminiscer, naturally. So Muchi, Muchi Shang, right? Just text me and uh, send me one of these emojis, right? Um, all these love emojis, loving emojis. You know why? Because when we flew up, right? It used to got a, um, a, a airline back then, right? <laughs> Named People's Express. Right, ninety-nine dollar flights. Right, back and forth. <laughs> so we flew a People's Express. Me and Eleanor Knight. All right, uh, uh, we flew up uh, to DC. Muchi Shang. Right, right. For those of you who don't know, you know the Shang family. That's a that's a, a staple here on Saint Croix and in Nigeria, in the Princess Saint John area. Right, at the time, uh, her husband. Uh, Ray Patton, right? He was the man. You know what I'm saying? And and when we landed, Mochi picked us up, took us uh, uh, took us by where they were living over there in Virginia, I think it was at the time, right, Mochi? And uh, and because uh, we were going we were, that night, right? You know, college kids. You know what we were doing? We were driving to Philly that night, right? All of us. Um, who went into the D.C., Maryland area for spring break. Uh, we had either a car or two cars load because Raymond Williams. And I'm giving away our life story now, you know what I'm saying? So if you see the police come in with the shackles and all that stuff, you know, it's because of this, right? <clears throat> Raymond Williams, Mr. Mr. V.I. Lottery, he is arguably, when we were in college, one of the top party hosts of all time. He was going to Cheney State up in the uh, Philly, Pennsylvania area, right? So we all flew into D.C. You're going to spend four or five days, whatever it is, with who it is. Uh, Ellie, Ellie hooked me up <coughs> uh, with Muchi. Uh, she didn't know that uh, uh, Muchi and I go way back from in the 70s, like a, the decade before that, when I said, go to Shangbao Park. Uh, so we, we go there. She take care of us. Muchi said, why are you closed? Why are you closed for the party tonight? I mean, I mean, that real Virgin Islands hospitality, right? I and our clothes, all that stuff, uh, on our ride, and she dropped us into D.C., where we got into transportation. We drove up to Philly, partied uh, back then. You know, I, I was never a drinker, so they had to worry about, about, about me in that regard, right? When party done, 2, 3 o'clock, we driving back on the 95 from Philly, to DC, um, going by wherever we whoever we staying with. Okay, back then ain't got no hotel money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you go find a family member or a good friend. In my case, my sister Rena, uh, she was at uh, uh, Howard University, and you know what I'm saying. So, so that was we flew up Saturday morning, get there by midday, hang out by Muchi. She take care of us. Uh, we we connect with the rides. We head up to Philly. Get there maybe eleven o'clock. Stayed it about three, four, whatever. Driving back uh, in the morning. <coughs> uh, Albertita Salawi, his sister, you know the works, and then uh, 
hang out for three or four days and then you got to head back to finish out the semester. And every day, right, I'd go down uh, downtown in the D.C. area, right, just hanging, hanging out, killing time everywhere you went. And, you know, in D.C., the, the streets, a lot of them are, are named by letters, right, K Street and all that stuff, whatever it is. And you pass by every store. And back then, uh, boombox and all that stuff was going on. It don't mean a thing if you ain't got the go-go swing. So, wait, no, again, I, I thought I turned this off. Okay, the sun come back on. You know, so I just, it didn't dawn on me until last week because DuPont Brass was here uh, weeks before that. Um, <clears throat> wow, I should have asked him about that. Cause I know something tells me that they would have knocked that out, you know. So, you know what it is. Hold on, let me something, huh? I just got a text message. Hmm, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got a text message here. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, let's let them know. Um, it's all good. Yeah, I'm saying I John to run a little late. So, um, uh, yeah, we good. No problem. We could get a good conversation there, and then we'll get back at the command just after uh, nine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, those were the days. Check. So, I look forward to, you know, spending, uh, okay, see what I'm telling you? Keep tell, I keep warning people, you know, right? I keep warning people. You might not, you might have issues with the host of Analyze This, but stay away from my audience. It is the best, right? Yeah, I just got I just got a, a Facebook, right? Gotta call it Messenger, uh, Messenger tweet, and it said morning, 16th Street, right? Said the Woodner was a city into its unto itself, had a market, restaurant, salon inside. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we dealing with. It's a and uh, she took a picture here at the Ultimate Reunion, uh, Howard Theater, Sunday, January 18th, Rear Essence, Trouble Funk. Yeah, Trouble Funk. Yeah, send me, send me a photo. Uh, what? No, this isn't a photo. This is a, this is a pass. Yeah, this is a pass, right? Rear Essence, Trouble Funk, the special guest, right? This is January 18th. <laughs> this got to be back in the day, right? Right? Let me see what, what, what is here, uh, yeah, January 18th this year was a, was a Thursday. So this got to be back in the day. Yeah, man. Doors at doors at 9, 9 p.m. Ah, man. See? You got people reminiscing too, man. I mean, I, I can be very honest with you, right? If we had to choose one university, right, one institute of higher learning that was the most influential outside of the University of the Virgin Islands, formerly known as College of the Virgin Islands, right? As it relates to shaping the United States Virgin Islands, that institution would be Howard University in Washington, D.C. Not because Doc James did his undergrad there and went to medical school there, right? Remove Doc James. And I could call a who's who now. Of course, Hampton was big and, you know, 
Um, Carroll College in Wisconsin used to do major recruiting down here, University of Miami, for obvious reasons, because it's right next door. And, of course, the host of the show is a graduate. You know what I'm saying? But those schools, in particular in the, in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, right? Baltimore, major influence with Morgan State, right? Uh, a lot of Virgin Islands went to Morgan State, went to Hampton, uh, they had major influence on us in the Virgin Islands. I don't think any of them. That's just me, right? Really touched as many Virgin Islanders as Howard University, right? And I and I and I think that's that's pretty much for every urban area nationwide. You know, Howard University has a very rich history. You know, I myself was never inclined to go to Howard University. I, I got spoiled at a young age. Went to St. Dunstan's, went to a private school. And I always wanted to end up at a private school. Even though I started out and I did my first two years at SUNY and Old Westbury out in Long Island, I always knew that I wanted to end up at a big university, a private university. And I'm glad. Uh, for me, it was University of Miami. But Howard University, rough, my son. But Georgetown, American, Catholic University, George Washington, uh, those uh, NDC, UDC, right? And then in Maryland, of course, you got University of Maryland, um, Towson State, I mentioned Morgan State, uh, Baltimore, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, you know, the list goes on and on in the Virginia area, um, you know, George Mason, uh, James Madison, you know, that, that area, they're rich, rich. Raymond James once told me, he said Neville, Washington, D.C., like an educational mecca. And then it dawned on me, well, we could say that for just about every every city, Every big city on the uh, on the eastern seaboard, um, from the Middle Atlantic up to Boston, because all of them got a lot of schools. You know, Philly loaded with schools. You know, St. Joseph's, LaSalle, uh, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, pushing, getting our young people educated. You know, I work in on a, on a little master plan that I can uh, divulge with my good friend Adrian Williams uh, and Carl Knight. Uh, uh, in the near future, and you should be hearing about it. You know, hopefully, if they receive it well. So, <clears throat> we'll take a break. Uh, Frankie Johnson will join us at the bottom of the hour, right? And we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, the go-go swing. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <clears throat> Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, a nonprofit community investment checking account, a 24-hour banking cash management platform, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go. There are two locations to serve you, the Bank of St. Croix in Gallows Bay and Bank of St. Croix in Peter's Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Need details about our nonprofit community investment checking account? Our service specialists are here to help. Bank of St. Croix, member FDIC. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now, NPR News, weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
This weekend, the Forum and Antilly School presents the VI Contemporary Fine Art and Water Island Music Festival. Three nights of excitement at Antilly School St. Thomas. Thursday's VIP Art Opening, 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday, Music and Art, 6 p.m. Music starts at 8. Music by Julian Gargiulio and Friends. Art curated by Amy Gibbs and Lucien Downs. Performance supported by the National Endowment for the Arts. For more information, www.theforumusvi.org. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. back here and analyze this and uh yeah again the text messages left and right you know because i went into reminiscing mode for the spring of 86 right uh by the way um it looks like um the good senator out of the west frankie johnson uh is not gonna make it this morning so uh you know, we'll reschedule and, and get him back on because i want to have that conversation with him because you know i was hosting uh come to the territory and the issue uh, with him and uh, Commissioner Ray Martinez, you know, because they had a, you know, a misunderstanding, uh, uh, verbal altercation there, and uh, uh, words were thrown and you know, positions were taken. And that was a topic on, on Come to the Territory, so I was looking to have that discussion with him. You know, for me, it was just about the St. Croix angle, you know, because both are from St. Croix, even though uh, the commissioner resides in St. Thomas now. And I just... And I would want, I, I would want us to, you know, can we all get along? You know, I mean, run things. So we'll work on that, right? We'll get Frankie. Me and Frankie go way back. Mary, tight. You know, I mean, so it's all good. Now I got some uh, text messages. Uh, uh, I sent out a uh, text message uh, to Miss Nicole Parson so we could talk a little bit about um, the big event. I think it starts tonight, right? The Water Island Music Festival, right? And my good friend uh, Lucian Dongs as well. And so they could call in and let us give us some more details. And for those who are over there uh, on on the rock, you know, in uh, in the St. Thomas, St. John side of the Virgins, um, you know, if you're not doing anything and you want to hang out a little bit, there's a couple of days of events and all that stuff. So, <clears throat> you know, so we got, uh, and don't forget also tomorrow, um, the Orchid Society has their annual show at the um, St. George uh, Village Botanical Garden. So. And we're pushing those events and all that stuff, right? So hopefully Miss Parsons, if she's not busy, uh, can call in to give us uh, some more details there. So uh just want to let I know my text messages, right? Uh, the good doctor, Ronald Anders, you know, he texts me and uh, he said, you're talking about my time at Howard University, amen, right? Uh, to everything that you're saying, right? So those are days, you know what I'm saying? The mid-80s, and I find it myself, you know, trying to, you know, figure out how to make it work, right? And then uh, <clears throat> uh, Julia Benison teasing me about my, my being a private school child. Yeah, I confess it. 
know what I mean? Uh, when I was uh, young, you know, I used to go to Lumuckle School. Back then it was not Lumuckle. It was St. Farm School the very first year, and then Lumuckle passed away uh, during that school year. And uh, from there I went to St. Dunstan's. And uh, we had our, you know, little private school rivalries with uh, St. Mary's and St. Patrick's uh, up to eighth grade and then St. Joseph uh, at the uh, high school level, you know, country day, good hope, you know. <clears throat> Different world back then too, though, you know. Um, you, know, you, you got to take the bitter with the sweet, right? The, um, children nowadays, they actually have access to more things with internet and all that stuff. But they're also uh, living in a more, and I'm sorry to say it, in a more dangerous world, right? Um, you know, for example, the, the, the violent crimes that happen uh, ever so often uh, here uh, in the Virgin Islands and in the world right now, they were non-existent back then. In particular, at the school level. You used to go out and fight, you know what I mean? Ever so often a brawl, but nowhere near the frequency, right, of which we're, we hear it uh, nowadays. Even though we go knock on wood a little bit, I haven't heard much recently, and I hope it remains that way. But, um, you know, one of the things that pains me, you know, because, you know, I know I don't really do Facebook heavy. I tend to be on Twitter. How people like to post um, fights and altercations on, on on the Internet, you know? It's like a... It's like a, it's like the media, uh, you know, uh, me first type of thing. You know, what I mean, I'm the one who first posted it. You know, you know why do I want to see somebody getting whacked over the head with a chair, or that, or three or four people beating up on somebody? And that's craziness. You know, I, I don't join social media, you know, to to see that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? I want to see it. So uh, that that's wild. And of course, other you know, salacious and tawdry. Uh, things uh, that, you know, that's not what I, you know, social media, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be informational, educational, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm, I'm a couple of weeks away from from the 6 out from the 6 out you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to see that craziness, you know what I'm saying? I want to see people living good, okay? So that's what we're dealing with. So yeah, the, the Water Island Music Festival, right? And by the way, if I got, um, let me see if I got Lucian Dong's. Uh, number here uh, to reach out to him as well, <clears throat> right? But uh, the Water Island Music Festival is part of the forum, right? They they host a number of, of different events. Um, they hosted an event um, a couple of weeks ago, right? And um, the uh, Prayerholic Hall over there at uh, Antilles School. Um, that's a, a, a venue where a lot of great uh, performers uh, do their thing. Uh, uh, um, maybe maybe we could walk and uh, gain some uh, some go-go music uh, over there as well. Okay, so the live performance that we're looking at, um, yeah, the Water Island Festival, right? That's tomorrow and... Um, Tomorrow and Saturday, February 23rd, February 24th, uh, two nights of music, music hosted by the renowned humorous classical pianist Julian 
Gorgulo. That's right. So, um, I I think they do something. They're doing something to make us well and I don't know what it is. I I thought they said there was something going on, um, on the twenty second. I believe we got some arts uh, involved tonight. I think that the Lucian Dongs, uh, uh, the Lucian Dongs angle, right or input. You know, because he's big at uh, including art uh, at at um, a number of events, right? Water Island Music Festival, okay? I just I hear on the uh, the website, right? Hold on, I go make sure. Um, I got it right here because they're also here in the, the search engine. They got uh, they got uh, 2023, right? And uh, we in there with that. Check within 2024. All right? So hopefully I could uh, get the right uh, website and all that stuff. Okay. So I believe this is the 19th. Yeah, this is the 19th uh, Water Island uh, Music Festival. And it taking place. Okay, here we go. There's a good, there's a story here on the St. Thomas source. You know, like that one. One thing we could come said the Forum and Antilly School present the Virgin Islands Contemporary Fine Art and Water Island Music Festival. So there we go. That's what it is. Yeah, tonight, right? Right? Tonight is art only. Right? Um, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Right? Hold on there. Let me see if I got my partner number here. So he could check link with him and, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, so he could give us some more details. No, I ain't Right? But tonight uh, is a fine art. Right? Uh, festival in the Tented Gallery. Right? Uh, the Forum and Antilles School uh, will present three nights of exciting activities beginning tonight and then tomorrow and Saturday. Tonight is art only. Right, tomorrow night, art and music, right? Classical with a modern modern twist, and then uh, uh, and then there's surprises uh, on Saturday in addition to uh, modern with a classical twist, right? And Julian Gargulo, right? He's a director, uh, and and he they've been delivering awesome performances over the year this year, and the. There is an addition of a dynamic art show and gallery curated by Amy Gibbs and Lucian Downs, and they're featuring over 30 local artists, right? Uh, the new VI Contemporary Fine Art and Water Island Music Festival is an un- unforgettable celebration of talent, passion, uh, and spirit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, fine arts, uh, we got that fine art from Water Music, Water Island, uh, Music festival going on, um, beginning tonight. You know what I'm saying, no, I got something to tell you, right? I had served um, as a senator from January of 2005 to January of 2013, and then uh, my my people, you know, they they sent me on a little sabbatical, right? Give me two years to to thaw out. Uh, in 2012, me and Ronnie Russell, and we got 
we got sent packing. Uh, uh, I think uh, the, the yeah, we were the only two senators. Oh, no, no, no. What, what happened was in in 2011, right? The seven senators from Sing, 2011 and 2012, the 29th legislature, the seven senators from Saint Croix were Nellie O'Reilly, um, Alicia Chucky Hansen, the late Alicia Chucky Hansen. Terrence Positive Nelson, now Positive T.A. Nelson. Samuel Sanis, now the administrator. Usi Raymond Richards, Ronnie Russell, and yours truly, Neville James. That were the seven of us, right? And then uh, after the, 20, uh, the 2012 election, Senator Usi Raymond Richards chose not to run back. And uh, Ronnie and I, Right, <clears throat> we got sent packing. Right, Ronnie. Ronnie was the victim of um, the the president's the president's jinx as it relates to Saint Croix. You know, when you become the president from Saint Croix, it looks like the next thing they want to do is to kick you out. And part of that is because of the the cycle, right? Because there's a gentleman's a gentlewoman's relationship. Uh, um, What's the race West right? Agreement, right? That um, the presidency will switch between between districts, right? And it just so happened that every time the president is from St. Croix, the next election is a non-gubernatorial election. So they take it out, right? They ain't, ain't got no governor running. So they, they take out the, the, the then, the current frustration on the Senate president. You know, you had a lot of Senate presidents that get a head knock off just because of that dynamic, right? But anyway, uh, we uh, we got sent packing, right? So I run back in 14, and um, uh, I was successful. You know, the same people them who have shown me love all along, they said, come back now, right? <laughs> We hope, we hope you appreciate your vacation, but we come back. And I was the president, right, uh, in 2015 and 2016 in the 31st legislature because I was not uh, a member of the 30th legislature, of which uh, Donald Duck's school uh, was uh, the majority leader uh, under the leadership of uh, then-Senate President Sean Michael Malone, right? So a lease agreement. Right, um, um, was approved for a water island uh, development. So when I got back into the, the the legislature, of course, you know, the Senate president, people are reaching out to you because they want to get things scheduled and all that, right? Um, and I met with the developers, and I'm gonna tell us something, right? I know that. There's certain parts of the territory people don't want any type of development and, and all that stuff, right? I I respect that. And you're entitled to feel that way. If this is your utopia, you know, you, you like it, you got a problem with that, right? But the Water Island, right, development uh, that was presented to me, and apparently this took place during the 30th, right? The whole um, RFPs and all that stuff, right? And it was 
uh, approve, right? That plan that they presented to me, right, was absolutely perfect. Just based on, on presentation. And one of the things about that plan, of course, you know, Water Island, you know, except for uh, Colette Monroe, my good friend, you got a lot of rich people over there. I don't know if Colette rich. I don't think so. But if she is, I'm happy for her, right? Okay, I want everybody to be rich. If you're rich in money, rich in spirit, and all that good stuff. One of the things that they were proposing, right, was um, the folks who would be over there would be helicoptering from Water Island to Carambola. They wanted to make this a, a, like a, a, a true Virgin Islands thing because people who would be at the Water Island Hotel right, are people of means. And everybody know that the premier golf course in the Virgin Islands is the Carambola uh, golf course here on St. Croix. So I said to myself, wait a minute, why do these things take so long? Right? Now, the opposition never, I've never really seen any opposition. I'm sure there, 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 there is opposition. But plans like this, right, just in the general sense of the Virgin Islands, right? And I, and I know I, back in the day, I used to remember when I speak with, with elders out of St. Thomas, the Water Island Hotel, or one of the big hotel them over there. You check? So this was a chance to get us back to our heyday as the Virgin Islands. And for whatever reason, this is 2024. Nine years, like I was saying, St. Thomas. And that one can't get after grow. Maybe they got, maybe the financing isn't there, what have you, right? But I tell an Ohio, that deal as proposed to the eye had everything in it, you know. So I just want to bring that up, you know, because I there reminiscing talking about Water Island and all that stuff. And I don't know if that one is dead, but if it isn't, let me revive it. Because that one got value. Can include everybody. We'll take a break and come back. Hopefully, I could talk to Nicole Parsons or Lucian Dunks. Okay, be back right after this. said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24 seven. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition. 
Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective... Music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. here uh i analyze this um yeah you know um i wouldn't like to take shots after after, after people but i go get the liberty people involved i got I go, I go get them back in the studio this thing ain't walking man i'm saying for some reason you know they transition uh, into the territory for some reason, they ain't panning out, man. What's going on, man? Now, of course, I get, I get, I, I kind of get the last laugh, you know, because, um, yeah, uh, I've been, I've been with Sprint since December two thousand two. That was T-Mobile, and after the hurricane, I saw when we got storms, Sprint used to struggle to get back up. But now the tight turn. You check what I say? Yeah. Okay, now, man. And then, I mean, kept, I mean, Liberty wasn't here then. It was all AT&T. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. You check? But one of the things I always liked about being with Sprint is that when I went to the mainland, you know, up there, the Sprint, you know, worked absolutely perfect. Of course, now it's T-Mobile and all that stuff. I, I, I'm more into Sprint. You know, T-Mobile is what it is. Right? But check this. So that's one of the reasons why we're trying to to hook this up um, because apparently, uh, you know, I wanted to to talk with uh, uh, Nicole Parsons because not only is she good conversation, but she is pro, you know, development uh, for Synchro and all stuff. Hey, check this out, right? I'm actually walking and chewing gum at the same time. Me and one of my friends, them... Uh, Got an altercation going on via text message, you know, uh, based on a meeting that was held last night. Apparently, uh, VIGL, right? Um, you know, they are uh, Caravel Hotel, the casino there. They also have a lease agreement to run horse races. And when we originally passed it, 
it was territory wide. Um, the Southland Gaming folks had a problem with that. Uh, they filed a lawsuit in 2018. We had approved it on December 1st, 2016, blah, 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 and a legal issue, right? So I try to stay out of it for a number of reasons, right? Number one, my father named down the track. So it's a personal thing for me, right? Uh, and secondly, because um, intimately associated with all of the history of so, um, uh, surrounding this from December 1st, 2016, I really don't want to get involved into a back and forth with folks who really ain't um, as knowledgeable as it relates to the history, not horse racing, the history, right? So, you know, they had a meeting last night. Uh, one of the things that you're eligible for if you're running, uh, if you're conducting horse races or you're promoting the territory is you can have uh, gaming at the racetracks. Southland Gaming has never been in support of that because they got a nice setup over there, um, you know, monopolizing gaming in St. Thomas and St. John. Uh, so on St. Croix, uh, the, well, the term is really racinos, right, which is racetrack with casino gaming. In St. Thomas, it would be VLTs because that's the gaming that is uh, legal in St. Thomas and St. John and St. Croix slot machines, right? Because, you know, and, and, the, and the regulatory entities are the lottery in St. Thomas and St. John and on St. Croix, the Casino Control Commission. Well, apparently last night there was a meeting at the Casino Control Commission to see if they could grant them that license, that second license for the racetrack activity. And um, based on what I said, so I, you know, I was asking who I was going. I, I intended to go, but I'm glad I didn't go, right? Apparently the meeting was what it was. VIGL had their representatives there, blah, blah, blah. Of course, people reached out to me to let me know what happened. Uh, horsemen, for the most part, are in support of it. Um, there are you know, a couple of folks who aren't against it. And then, of course, DV, uh, you know, they would be against it because they don't want more gaming here. That would take away their market share and all that stuff. But here's what I want to tell the public, right? <clears throat> right? Um, uh, and the person and I, right now, why are I talking to you? We're going through a, a text fight right now. I'm mean, really answering her because it's a lady, right? Because I want to give you my undivided attention. But anyway, um, again, I call here um, on the cell. I don't know if this might be Nicole. Um, Glenn, Glenn, right, come on and, and write down this number and, 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 and answer this person um, to see if, if that's them. Um, yeah, yeah, number, but I, I, I memorize it. So call the number and see if, if that's them because... I had told Nicole to call from my landline. So see if this is her. See if this is her and, and get her on there. But just quickly, I wanted to know, right? <clears throat> that uh, um, the St. Croix, St. Thomas dynamic, or St. Croix V, or St. Croix, you know, or St. Thomas V, um, you know, it's still going on. And, you know, the gaming dollar is what it is, right? Of course, everybody know that, you know, I'm a horse player. It's intravenous for me and the family. Apparently, my brother, who is also a Dotson James, he's a commission member. He's off island right now. He sent in a letter in support uh, of the deal. And we just want our racetrack. Horse racing is our, it's, it's part of our culture here in the Virgin House. You know what I'm saying? Particular politics. You know, a lot of politicians, they worked their way through there. You know, it was once upon a time the number one sport uh, here in the territory. Uh, been dead uh, since the storms. Uh, we haven't had one uh, legal race uh, here uh, uh, in 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 the territory since September 2017. I mean, on Saint Croix, 
But one thing I said about VIGL before I go to the phone line, um, uh, they spent a lot of money in St. Thomas. And they even were paying for horses to go to Tortola to run. So you could say what you want about VIGL. You know, I ain't getting into, I ain't, I ain't getting into the, you know, well, first of all, let me say, I'm pro VIGL. I want to make that clear. And I could get into a lot of details, but I'll leave that uh, for another day. Okay? We got Carl on the line. Uh, this was Parsons and Nicole Parsons joining us. Good morning, Nicole. How are you? <laughs> I'm glad that you're in a good mood. How's everything? You ready for this weekend? Yes, we are definitely ready. Of course, there are a lot of last-minute elements to it, but they are pretty much exciting to put together than that it is a headache. So, yes, we are excited to start tonight with the, with the opening of the art show and the gallery, which is really beautifully tented in the courtyard of the Praia Jalagal. And Amy gives and Lucien Downs, they... I mean, they are really amazing. They did an amazing job curating over 30 local artists that are able to present their work from today all the way through Sunday, actually. And uh, uh, you, did you rename you rename the, the event this year, the, the, the Contemporary Fine Arts? Or, uh... Well, yes. Yeah, so what we did is we combined two existing festivals. So... Lucien Dowes and Amy Gibbs have the VI Contemporary Fine Art Festival. Now, we're partnering with them, and that was initiated by um, Amy from Antilles. She said, why is the arts not working together to give, you know, the Virgin Islanders a total experience? And, and all three of us, like Amy, Lucien, and I were directly like, hey, that sounds great. Let's do it. Um, so we, with the forum, have the Water Island Festival every year. This is the 19th edition. After the hurricanes, it moved from Water Island to, the, to St. Thomas. So the forum took it over from Alex Randall because there were too much damage on Water Island to pick it back up. And it was actually growing out of his living room. <laughs> so we started the Water Island Festival under the forum in 2018. Now this year, which is the 19th in total of the Water Islands Festival. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mentioned that because um, I, I was I went on the web uh, on the internet and I saw that last yes. year was the 18th annual. So, so this is the 19th. Yeah. Correct. So we we're very excited to combine two festivals. So now it's called the VI Contemporary Fine Art and Water Island Music Festival. Now, it is a span over four days, which the Water Island, so the music part that we always do with the forum, is still on Friday and Saturday. The exciting element is that we opened the courtyard those two days earlier because there's art, there's the art gallery in the tented courtyard of the Praia Jalico. Mm -hmm. And the gallery in the courtyard is opening tonight. So at six o'clock tonight, it is art only, and it's a special edition of the fine art gallery in the prior in the courtyard of the prior Jalical. And then on Friday and Saturday, start also at six, but then we have music at eight because we also have music in the um, in the prior Jalical. 
And that is the combination we're having with the two fast-to-fast combined. So for, for a lot of people, it's a little bit like, oh, what's happening? Do I have music here or do I have art there? I'm just saying tonight is the opening of the gallery. So you can calmly from, nine, from 6 till 9, you can enjoy the art. And then on Friday and Saturday, it starts at 6. 8 o'clock starts the music, the Water Island Festival, under the direction of Julian Cargiulio. And then on Sunday is an open gallery during the day, and also Saturday during the day. But I would advise go to the website, <laughs> the look it up and just read it. The first time is always hard for everybody to, to fix the puzzle <laughs> from where to go when. But tonight the opening... Friday and Saturday is art and music, and um, Saturday during the day and Sunday during the day is an open gallery. No, I, I, I went to the website and uh, I got that information. Uh, I also see that uh, saw, I also saw. I gotta speak properly. Yes. I gotta speak properly here because I'm on the radio. I also saw that there was an article on the source, uh, and it was a nice article. I think it was yesterday. Um, yeah, February 20th. They say the forum and Antilles School present. The VI Contemporary Fine Art and Water Island Music Festival. So you can go on the forum and get the details there. And then, uh, morning. And then, um, uh, and they break down the days of events um, beginning with uh, uh, the gallery tonight, art only tonight, and then um, tomorrow uh, at 6 p.m., 6 to 10, Friday, February 23rd, and uh, Saturday, February 24th, uh, from 6 to 10 uh, as well. So, uh, yeah, um, we've got we've got some good things happening, and uh, congrats on what uh, the forum provides um, as relates to uh, events and uh, performances that folks can go to. Appreciate you. No, thank you so much, Neville, and thank you for giving the opportunity. Um, I couldn't call earlier. I tried to call. No, we but, got a um, yeah, we got a problem with Liberty. So we got a problem oh. with so, so, so don't, uh, don't. I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. But I found a landline, so that's a good no. Thing. We appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank, thank you very much. Yeah. I drove and drove, and I was like, I need to find a landline for Neville to let him know what's going on. Yeah. But um, no, the and the exciting part is on, on the on the. So is, is Lucian already over there by you? Yes, Lucian and Amy. Uh, Lucian came uh, Wednesday. And, um, and Lucian and Amy, with their team, working very hard, and the Antilles um, production team of setting everything up in the courtyard. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. And what I'm very excited about is that we have now over 40 artists. If you combine, you know, painters, sculptors, and musicians, over 40 artists coming through uh, this weekend. And, and that's exciting. Okay. And the Water Island Festival has some local elements as well because Julian um, Cardulio, he comes in with six musicians in total. And then uh, Uriel Rogers uh, from here. Mm -hmm. And also Carlton Holmes and Dion Parson, they will have a role in the Water Island Festival as well. So it's it's really a, a great presentation. Yeah, and um, when, give a... Uh... Give Lucia my cell phone number and have him text me so we could probably talk a little bit tomorrow, if possible. Yes, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yes, 
It's, and there's a great, and just what I said is it's artists from all three islands. Yeah, and, and there's a number of uh, like 30 artists? Yes, I think it's even 33. Wow. And um, so Lucian brought a lot. Um, they were running to the St. John Ferry yesterday to pick up a lot of other work. And mm-hmm. so, no, it, it, it's going to be an incredible collection. No, that's awesome. Congrats on what you do and um, hopefully for a successful 2019. No, no. 2024, the 19th edition of the Water Island uh, Music Festival. Hoping that is successful this year. Okay? Yeah, and imagine what's going to happen next year, right? Because that's the 20th. It's the 20th, so yeah. yeah. Gonna oh, celebrate that. You're, already, you're already excited <laughs> about that. That's good. Oh, like, yes. Yeah, I like oh, that. Yes. I like that. We Alrighty. are, we are. Okay, then, good. Then, oh, go ahead. One little element. Yeah. If you need to choose between the Friday and the Saturday for the music, I would encourage people... Friday is great. Saturday is great. We have some surprise elements on the Saturday. On the Saturday, yeah, yeah. I mean, I read that. It's, that's in the um, that's on the um, the source article. They said they got some surprises for the Saturday. So, so yeah, you, so I you cannot s- say it out loud because then I know, I know, I know, no, 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 no. I, I know, I know, what, I know what you're talking about. Um, because <laughs> no, we want it to be successful on, on all three nights. Okay. Yes. Great. Thank you very much, Nicole. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Neville, and I wish everybody on the Virgin Islands a, a beautiful day and a wonderful, um, exciting weekend. You got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, we'll take a so, break, and I'll be back uh, right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect that of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Here are the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. 